It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the G Family Performance Center in Edmond, Oklahoma, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thanking you so much for making us a part of your weekend. And coming up today on Locked On Thunder, we're going to be talking about why Steven Adams continues to make a case for being the most valuable player on this team. And that is despite the fact that Paul George keeps doing what he's doing to make a case for himself, for being the MVP of the league, why the Thunder just cannot live without Steven Adams. We get into that in segment number one. Also, we talk about the funk that Oklahoma City's in because that's exactly what it is right now. When you lose three out of four games, it's a total funk. And they have not got themselves out of it. It's disturbing that they're going through this now versus the dog days of the NBA, which are right around the corner. But maybe that also plays out as a good sign for Oklahoma City is that they're just going to waltz through it now. And then when January comes around, they'll have this completely out of their system. In segment number two today of the Locked on Thunder podcast, very important game for Oklahoma City tonight as they take on the Los Angeles Clippers. And we'll tell you who's out for the Clips and what the Thunder need to do in in order to win this game because the Clips certainly are a much better team than we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year. And then finally, we wrap things up talking about the possibility of Jabari Parker coming to Oklahoma City. Thunder miss out on Trevor Ariza, who's headed to the nation's capital to play for former Oklahoma City Thunder coach Scott Brooks. Even though you saw a three-team deal blow up between Washington, Memphis, and Phoenix last last night, uh, there was a two uh, two way deal with Phoenix and Washington that got done today. But uh, where is Jabari Parker, and is he a guy that we want to see in Oklahoma City? Well, I think the answer is yes. But what are the Thunder going to have to give up for him? We'll speculate on that. My name is Eric G. I work for thirteen forty The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I also work for News Radio One Thousand KTOK. I've covered the Thunder now for five and a quarter years. I am a credentialed member of the media. And if you like what you hear, just go to lockedonthunder.com. We've got all our podcasts archived, and we even have video and audio from players and coaches. And full disclosures, we get into today's podcast. Will not be going to the Thunder game tonight. Instead, I'm going to do something. I'm going to break a cardinal rule. I'm kind of ashamed of myself, but I am going to break a cardinal rule. I'm going to go to Tulsa to watch OU play USC instead of going to the peak and watching the Thunder play the Clippers. Um, my cardinal rule is if you've got a choice between the NBA or college basketball, 100% of the time you always choose the association. But for some reason tonight, I feel uh, I feel the urge to go to Tulsa and see how this OU men's team can play. But I will watch the game on DVR, and I'll be in the arena on Monday night when Oklahoma City hosts the Chicago Bulls, and maybe Jabari Parker will just switch locker rooms. 
Steven Adams is the MVP of the Oklahoma City Thunder. We have said this a thousand times on this broadcast, and last night was further proof of it. Yes, Paul George had another outstanding game. Uh, Paul George even taking the blame for the loss, saying that his turnover late is the reason that Oklahoma City didn't get it done, and, and he put he put the loss on himself. All that being said, look at what Steven Adams does last night. The guy goes out and gets another double-double. He is in a situation where he's got to play against Jokic all night long and play against some of the comp- toughest competition in the NBA every single game, night in, night out, Anthony Davis being one, and I know Anthony Davis went off for 44 the other night in New Orleans, but there's very few guys in the NBA that can control Anthony Davis. And Steven Adams has already done it once this year. More importantly, it's the dirty work that Adams does during every single game where he just takes an absolute beating. Last night, having to walk off the court, had a cut hand, had to go get that stitched up. And I couldn't count. I just I lost count of how many times throughout the game Stephen Adams ended up on the ground. And you need that toughness. That was something that we've always been talking about, the thunder lacking, especially when it came to the postseason, was they just didn't have that toughness thing. They didn't have that one thing that Golden State did, which was Draymond Green, a guy that was going to be dirty, but a guy that was going to be tough and a guy that everybody could ultimately feed off of. And when it came down to crunch time, a guy that you knew would do whatever it takes to win. Well, now for me, who've cov- who has coveted Draymond Green and wanted to see him in Oklahoma City for quite some time now, I'm losing that infatuation every night when I see Steven Adams out. And, and, it, and it's very easy to see Adams' influence spreading throughout this team because what you have seen from the Oklahoma City Thunder this year that you haven't seen in years past is they're willing to get on the floor and dive for loose balls. They're willing to to get bloodied and bruised during the regular season. And, And a lot of times what happens in the NBA is when you become a professional basketball team, you know that regular season doesn't mean that much. You know you can win based on talent pretty much every night you go out, especially if you're the better team. And then you save all your gutty performances for the playoffs. Well, the Thunder aren't doing that this year. And that is because Steven Adams is showing them the way. You can see it in Jeremy Grant. You can see it in Alex Sabrinas, the way he plays. Even Paul George, Russell Westbrook. Well, Russell always... Okay, Russ, let's... Okay, let's not go too far, Eric. Slam on the brakes there. Don't just tap them, slam them. Russ always plays hard, so let's not... Let's not give Adams credit where credit is due, but I think for everybody outside of the Russ, he is having a profound effect. And what's sad for Steven Adams is that when you start to look at his numbers and how he's starting to stack up against the rest of the centers in the NBA, it's still probably not going to be good enough to get him an all-star invite, which sucks for him because that's bonus money that he's going to miss out on. But more so than than the all-star invite, which is all great and fun to go take part in. It's that all-NBA team that I'd like to see Steven Adams get an opportunity to be a part of. I would love to see the voters appreciate the effort that he gives to this team. And as far as the community guys goes, you know all about that, what he's willing to do. And not that the community thing should factor into the all-NBA, but Every time I watch him play this year, his importance cannot be overstated. Just absolutely can't be. 
He is the guy that if the Thunder are going to, if the Thunder are going to go past the first round, if they're going to make it to the Western Conference Finals, it's going to be because he gives them that edge that they just didn't have before. And I cannot, I can't say enough about him. It's other than just, I hope when you watch him, you really have the deep appreciation for his game that I do. And it's great for Steven. He's got recognition with inside the NBA. It's just a matter of getting it out to people who may not be as familiar with him for them to start talking this guy up and for him to become the cult figure that he absolutely deserves. As for everybody else in the Oklahoma City Thunder, excluding Paul George and Steven Adams, this team is in a funk. When you lose three out of four, it is officially classified as a funk. And I don't know how you get out of it. Um, I thought that I thought the cure for getting out of the funk was one um, playing the Chicago Bulls, um, and then two having an opportunity to play the New Orleans Pelicans down in New Orleans, a team that you dominated once, and that should have got you on a streak. And then you were finishing up this weekend playing two key Western Conference opponents teams that you might either end up playing in the playoffs or teams that you're battling out for seeding, I thought that might be enough to drive this team. But for whatever reason, it's all spotty. It's just very spotty play from the Oklahoma City Thunder. And tonight, when you've got the Los Angeles Clippers coming into town, you would think that the Thunder, second of a back-to-back, you got the opportunity to play at home, you would come in with a major chip on your shoulder. You're playing against a team that you're one and one against this season. A, a team that you're probably better than. A team that we know you're better than. Um, a, and I still, talent-wise, will say that the Oklahoma City Thunder are the second best team in the West right now. But it's getting harder and harder to make that argument when they can't have any success against teams like Denver and teams like the Los Angeles Clippers. Tonight, I want to I want to see them go out and beat a team that's over 500. I want to see them beat a team convincingly that's over 500 tonight. Can they do it? Yeah, you bet they can. Um, will they be tired? Sure. But no excuse. Everybody's got to play back-to-back. And the only thing I can think of for Oklahoma City that is really good in, in this whole weird situation that they're going through is that the dog days of the NBA haven't quite got here. We haven't got to late January, early February, around the all-star break, around the trade deadline, when guys are just kind of trudging through and going through the motions and playing games like you've seen the Thunder play in the last five. They're At least they're getting it out of their system now. At least they're, they're, they may be going to avoid the dog days funk and there they may be able to make up some ground in the standings where right now they fall a little back and even though they lost last night they're still only a game and a half out of first they're right there with the Los Angeles Clippers in a very tight competitive Western Conference this is the Locked on Thunder podcast I am Eric G coming up next here on LOT we talk about this game with the Clippers it's an important one for Oklahoma City so who's out for LAC We'll tell you next. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. 
available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. Locked on Sooners is available as well. We have published that one, and both are available at LockedOnPodcast.com and Apple iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, and Alexa. It's the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And uh, hey, if you like what you hear here, I'm sure you'll like Locked on Sooners as well as all the other Locked on Podcasts that are uh, going on throughout the Locked On Podcast Network. Oklahoma City and the Clips play tonight at the peak. And uh, if you're not like me going to Tulsa, maybe you're heading out to uh, the peak to watch that game tonight. Hey, if you are listening to this on the way to the peak, give me a shout at uh, Locked On Thunder via Twitter. Let me know that that, uh, you are listening to it or did listen to it on the way to peak. Have the person next to you in the car Tweet me that that uh, you listen to this as your pregame show tonight. But uh, Luke Mabute is out. Lou Williams is out. And Jerome Robertson all out for the Clippers tonight. Every one of them either. Let me see. It's we, we got a sore left knee, a sore right foot, and a sore left hamstring. So nothing too bad. Um, but it's pretty much the same team that the uh, Thunder have faced the last two times this season against the Los Angeles Clippers, and it's an important game, one, because you've lost four out of the last five, and you need to get back to winning consistently if you're Oklahoma City. It's a Western Conference opponent, which you're you're so tight right now that, that every game matters when you start to fight it out for seeding here in the Western Conference, and I think more than anything for the Thunder, it's, it's all about finding that heart that you've lost here in these last few games. And maybe that's a little harsh to say. I I don't know that it's a lack of effort or a lack of heart, um, but it's definitely being lackadaisical. And I don't know. I don't know what to call it other than lack of effort. And you'll hear athletes defend each other to the hilt that, no, it's not lack of effort. you got to understand what it's like playing 82 games, understand what it's like going out there for 48 minutes. But if you can play well, in 12-minute stretches, which is what the Thunder have done in these last five games. It's almost like they pick a random 12 minutes and decide that that particular quarter is going to be the quarter that they go all out. And almost in the Thunder's mind, because they have played so hard this year, that if they pick that random 12 minutes, whether it's the third quarter or the fourth quarter, eventually the team that they're playing across from it's going to wilt because they'll figure out, oh, well, we're playing against Russell Westbrook and Paul George and you know Jeremy Grant starting to come along. Uh, that's a guy I should have pointed out in segment one about Adams you know, sort of tutoring him and bringing him along. But that's what it feels like. It's like, all right, we'll pick up this, we'll pick out this random 12 minutes and then we'll expect teams to wilt. And when they don't, the Thunder look either frustrated or shocked and have this real sense of disbelief that, you're not bowing down to us. Well, no, they're not. They're professionals. This is the NBA. You don't bow down to Golden State. Why should this team bow down to you? And even though ESPN is not talking about you, Oklahoma City Thunder, um, despite the fact that Paul George was on the front page of ESPN.com the other day, even though you are not always the hot topic on the jump, 
or Stephen A. Smith isn't talking about you as much as he's talking about LeBron James and the Golden State Warriors. No one in the NBA is ignoring you. You that, that is the one place where you cannot fly under the radar is in the inner circle of the NBA because every single coach's job depends on the fact that they know what they're doing, that they've scouted you, and that their players know how to play against you. And everybody in the NBA is fully aware of what you are bringing to the table every single night. So yeah, they're going to go out with playing their absolute best most nights, playing their best, playing their hardest, and they're going to do everything they can to make your life a living hell, and you've got to learn how to deal with that. There will be some teams that wilt along the way, and the Thunder have benefited from that, being able to get on top of some teams and, and being able to be build momentum and become front runners. But that's what we've seen over this last five games, that there's a lot of teams that just completely stand up to them. And we go back to that, that first segment. We talk about Steven Adams and that toughness and how much he has rubbed off on guys and continues to rub off on guys. Well, his influence needs to be felt all 48 minutes. And that's when we start talking about leadership becoming a big issue with Oklahoma City. And it can't just come from Russell Westbrook and Paul George. Adams has got to be a guy who is a vocal leader on this team and constantly remind guys that if you want to win, then you've got to go out and play. You can't take any nights off. He's got to be the one to do it because it's obvious that they listen to him. It's obvious that they take not only the way that he plays, but what he says, and they take it to heart. So this is, it's really kind of up to Adams, who is the MVP of this team right now, to sort of spur things along and get this team right. I don't want to go too overboard on it because I understand that these kind of streaks are going to happen in 82 games, but I am disappointed with the way that this team's playing. And we've seen them play better earlier in the year, and we know what kind of effort to expect, and they're just not giving it to us right now. It's just absolutely not happening. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We will wrap things up coming up here in the next segment, talking about the possibility of Jabari Parker coming to Oklahoma City. How realistic is it? Well, we'll tell you next on Locked on Thunder. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We've got another episode of Locked On Sooners out, and I hope you enjoy that one as well as Locked On Thunder. You can get that at LockedOnPodcast.com. You can also find it at Google, Stitcher, Spotify, and Alexa, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And don't forget every episode of Locked On Thunder available at LockedOnThunder.com. Oklahoma City Thunder, Los Angeles Clippers tonight. And then on Monday, the Chicago Bulls come into town, which is significant because there are rumors out there that the Thunder are already in talks with the Chicago Bulls about bringing Jabari Parker 
to Oklahoma City. Um, Jabari Parker is on the outs with the Chicago Bulls right now. And as of this moment, he is still a member of the Chicago Bulls. But December 15th is here. He is certainly... He... Um, certainly is one of these guys who's eligible to get traded now and he's a guy that Oklahoma City could use I mean just looking at his numbers you know playing in that four spot 15 points seven rebounds already this year and the Bulls are sitting him down they want to rest him they don't what because what the Bulls don't want to have happen is to make a trade with somebody and then you get damaged goods because Jabari Parker went out and got hurt but like a lot of other players in Chicago right now, he's not very happy and a change of scenery will do him good. Who would the Bulls want for Jabari Parker? Now that is the multi-million dollar question that we all expect Sam Presti to pull off. And what we all expect, and this is so funny, uh, when you go through the tweets for the last few years, whenever you would hear names like Jabari Parker get mentioned as possible trade bait, it was always Kyle Singler. Well, going to trade Kyle Singler for Jabari Parker. And I think some of, I think there are some people who are actually serious about this. I know you weren't, but I know that I worked with people who were serious about why don't they just trade him Singler? Why don't they just trade him this guy? Well, in order for a trade to work, both teams got to want to dance here. I mean, yeah, like Billy Idol said, I mean, you can dance with yourself, but you're not going to get very many results when you when you go ahead and do that. At least I didn't. Um so now what do you have to do? You have to put together a package that the Chicago Bulls will bite on. Now, you have traded with the Bulls before and you were able to dump Cameron Payne off on them and he's still with that organization and he's contributing. And I know what everybody's going to say. Power forward, let's get rid of Patrick Patterson. And yes, I wholly agree that if you can get rid of Patrick Patterson, do so. If I'm the Chicago Bulls and I'm in a rebuilding state, Patrick Patterson doesn't look all that attractive to me right now. Bringing him in, however, you bring him in, maybe you just maybe you dump him and discard him, but and maybe a change of scenery helps Patrick Patterson, who's just not finding his way here in Oklahoma City this year. Um, I've, I'm the Bulls. I know what I'm asking for, and I say this in every single trade scenario we start throwing out there with Oklahoma City. I want Hamadou Diallo and or Terrence Ferguson. You're going to have to part with one of those guys because those are good young pieces that while I don't see them as guys that you necessarily build an organization around, they're guys that can come in are young and you can certainly, they certainly can add to what you have to make what you currently have better. So one of those two guys has to be in the talk, especially if I'm going to take an underperforming Patrick Patterson off your hands. Uh, and when Jabari Parker comes, now the question is, is does Jabari Parker start or does he come off the bench? And I think he comes off the bench. For as good as he has been, I don't want to put Jeremy Grant back on the bench right now because he's flourished so well in that starting role and you committed to him this year by paying him a contract. Now, Billy Donovan will tell you, and I do agree with Billy Donovan on this, that it's sometimes it's not really about who gets their name called in the starting lineup. It's about minutes played. And if you can balance out the minutes, then maybe Jabari Parker's a guy that when he comes to Oklahoma City, he'll be agreeable to whatever you have planned out because it's like, hey, no, you're not going to get your name called in the starting lineup unless Jeremy Grant is hurt. But what I will do is I will split the minutes for you and you'll get as many minutes as he will and you guys will be able to help each other out and play half. I... 
if you're Jabari Parker, you got to be good with that. Plus, just coming here gives the Thunder one more guy to bring off the bench. And talk about the things that just killed Oklahoma City last night. And I meant to mention this in the first segment. Last night, rebounding, free throw shooting, and the bench. Those were the three things that hurt Oklahoma City the most against the Denver Nuggets. And, hey, if you can bolster that bench, you can make it more consistent, bring in one more guy, and... You have to think that whatever the Thunder are doing right now to make a guy like to make a guy like Dennis Schroeder good, they can do it with Jabari Parker for sure. So I, I yes, I would love to see this happen. Am I convinced that it's going to happen? Well, it seems like a tough putt to me. But there have been other trades that if you would have told me that the Thunder were going to use Victor Oladipo and Demonis Sabonis to get Paul George, I would have told you you were nuts. If you were to told me Ennis Canner would have garnered Carmelo Anthony, I would have told you you were even more crazy. So Sam Presti has become this miracle worker. I just wonder when you've worked so many miracles, how many do you have left in your bag? This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We'll be back on Monday to not only talk about this game with the Clippers that the Thunder play tonight, but we'll look ahead to the Chicago Bulls and maybe we're talking trade. It's all right here on Locked on Thunder, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. May God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody, and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.